Well, hello there, my sister. Hello, hello. Hey, and hello, and welcome to the Soul Gym this welcome, week. Welcome, everybody. Hey, we with our scripture found in 1 John 1, 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Oh, I love that scripture. I know, scripture. It, is, it is such a great scripture. We've been talking about having a prosperous soul. And just a, a quick recap, what does it mean to have a prosperous soul? Prosperity, when you think about it, being prosperous is about healthy and thriving. It's about really, I, I think in order to get there, understanding that, uh, the degree with which we associate our identity in Christ, uh, we will continue to grow and thrive. I love the, um, the, uh, from sh- that word shalom, where it talks about looking at our life and, and wishing shalom on someone that your life would have nothing missing and absolutely nothing broken. Imagine that. I know. Nothing. Nothing Just missing. Everything just rocking in your mojo in every area, your faith, your fitnesses, your finances, your friends, every Mm -hmm. area of your life, nothing missing, nothing broken. And that's what we're talking about today. Remember when we talk about the soul, we're always talking about our mind, will, and emotions where, where we really live our life inside of our, our head. Mm -hmm. And so the better that thinking is, the more prosperous our soul. So what is an unhealthy soul that's not too prosperous what does that look like you know we were just talking about it and god was really showing me some things about my life yesterday really you know questioning some areas of not progressing in my life and really what he told me and i'm gonna get real personal hope i don't cry (laughs) but it was how bad we all feel about ourselves about ourselves you know now ask yourself these questions do you always feel like you're never enough do you always feel like you're not trying hard enough that you're never quite good enough you're never quite measuring up you can't do it you won't get there you know The Bible says Satan is the accuser of the brethren. God's not doing this to us. He's not the one who's, you know, come on, do more, do more, do more. You know, I always picture Jesus and his disciples when he'd wake up in the morning, he wasn't always, okay, boys, what are we going to do? Let's hustle, hustle, hustle. You know, this grinding, you know, emergency, frantic attitude. But I feel like that's on a lot of us. You know, you haven't prayed enough. You haven't read enough. You haven't meditated enough. You just don't go to church enough. And that is not God. The The devil is always telling you you're not enough. And how this stuff comes in, Crystal and I were talking earlier, is from childhood. Oh, yeah. God bless our parents. God bless those who tried to coach us, our teachers. But I said, now think about it. I remember... You know, when I was a parent and I had little kids, you know, if they did something wrong, I just go after them, you know, just attack mode. Why'd you do that? 
I can't believe you did that. And I remember growing up as a kid, and God bless my parents, they did the best they could, but getting after me a lot for certain things. You know, I didn't do something right, or I didn't act a certain way. Always getting after. And here you are, a two, three, four, five, six-year-old, and you've got a grown adult who is is your mentor, is your idol, is your everything, and they're berating you and they're yelling at you, and they're critical of you with no correction, no direction, no training, just there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Why do you always? Why do you always? Why do you always? And I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I've really been thinking about this lately, you know, how I raised my kids and why we all feel so bad. And I believe, you know, yet there's abuse and all that stuff. Right. But I think one area, this is one area where I don't think we realize how much damage we can inflict if you're a teacher, if you're a coach if you're a parent and all we're ever doing is criticizing our kids without properly you know with love with training with correction going you know what you did this you know that this was wrong this was wrong behavior but you're gonna get it right and I'm gonna help you get it right because you're the greatest person on the planet and here we go so that can really cause this sense you know if you're wondering why you feel so bad this is one areas where as when you're a kid all you heard was why don't you why are you always doing this why are you always messing up so that could be one of the reasons why we all feel so bad. Right. Jody, you were talking about the devil being the accuser. That is what he does every single time. Let's say you you were abused or neglected, a tragedy's happened. We, we always say this stuff is real. Yes. I mean, we're, we are not downplaying it. It's just God wants us free from not feeling like we're enough. Yep. But that devil will always attack your self-worth. Who, who you are as a person, your value. And from the day God thought about you and you were birthed into this world, you had all the value and worth you will, you will ever need. It's, it's in you. No mistake, no, no problem, no issue could ever take away your value or your worth. But we end up listening to the lies. Yep. And so when we think these negative things about us, I mean, we, I think it's uh, it's through Dr. Carolyn Leaf's book where she talks about um, between 75 and 98 percent of all of our emotional issues, behavioral issues, um, come from our thought life, and so. I mean, I'm looking at, according to the Mental Health America's report, over 44 million Americans have a mental health condition. I mean, when when we've got this faulty thinking or people end up feeling so bad about who they are, I mean, it, it can create ADHD and anxiety and bipolar issues and borderline personality disorders. Here comes depression. I mean, it can create anorexia, schizophrenia. These things, I mean, this is how serious it is to analyze our thinking. And I mean, so so what happens if we don't? I mean, we get into a cycle of 
personal abuse. I mean, really, we beat ourselves up and beat ourselves up and beat ourselves up. And we're here to tell you so much of this, you know, is put into us, Jody, like you were saying, when we're kids, Mm -hmm. you don't even realize it's there, but we can always see evidence in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, listen to that, that your inner thoughts. And do you call yourself stupid? Do you, I mean, in our Western culture, Jody, we were saying it's all about the hustle and grind. Uh I mean, just grind it out, grind it out. Get ahead, yeah, win, get, win, win. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's always this this little voice just saying you, you just don't measure up. Yep. I know it's why people lie yep. and exaggerate. Their story is just never good enough. And God is here to say, guess what? You're enough. You're enough. Mm-hmm. You are enough. And why? I mean, if we would internalize that and believe that why is it so important man when because when we don't have a prosperous soul we are jacked up we are are just in a world of hurt i mean how we think what's going on in our soul if we don't believe that we're enough that that just will continue to perpetuate this negative thinking and how we think affects how we feel i mean whether it's just you know with anxiety just pumping in uh cortisol you know just surging through our body but it affects our mood it affects how we act Mm -hmm. the choices that we make yeah i you know i just read a story about a famous christian artist who lost his son to drug overdose just breaks your heart it's just awful and I'm no judgment, nothing. But I sit and I look at this story and I go, there is a 21 young, 21 year old young man who felt terrible about himself. Uh, yeah. I mean, he didn't feel great. He, he, he was taking drugs. He was abusing drugs. He was, I'm sure it made him depressed. So I want to address real issues. What is going on? Yeah. These are born-again Christians, depressed, suicidal, full of anxiety, panic attacks. I mean, thinking and and feeling and experiencing the the exact same torture in the world when we are supposed to be free from all that stuff right. and yet we're we're going through the exact same thing because everyone feels so bad I about know. themselves I know. and we want that all to change now i was talking about yesterday when i was having a time with god and you know here's the cure We have to know what God thinks about us. The only way we will ever be set free from this legalism, this harsh, hard, pressing type lifestyle is when we know how much God loves us, when we know how much God cares about us. See, the problem is I can get in the ditch in one way. I can sit and read my Bible and I can, you know, study and I can listen to teaching for hours and hours and hours, but without the presence of God to bring in that grace and that ease and that love without experiencing him and knowing him and being his presence you can't do it you really can't you're not good enough you're not strong enough to fulfill and to do everything that you're supposed to do but when you get that that grace and that ease there's a scripture here found in 
Matthew. Matthew 11, 29, 30. See, this is what the presence of God will do. This is what the Spirit of God, and, and I'm telling you, only the Spirit of God can do. It says in Matthew eleven twenty nine and 30, it says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I, this is God, I am gentle, meek, and humble, lonely, lowly in heart, and you will find rest. Now, this is what he's going to do for you. Find rest, relief, and ease refreshment, recreation, and a blessed quiet for your soul. That sounds beautiful to me. That sounds like heaven on earth. For my yoke, his way, is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but it is comfortable, gracious, and pleasant, and my burden is light and easy to be born. And I said to Crystal, now this is a beautiful picture of the Spirit of God. It's so cool. This is who it's he amazing. is. And so if if something is harsh, hard, sharp, do you know people like that? Yeah. <laughs> who are hard. Are you like are, that? Are you like that? If, if you're like that and people around you are like that, that is not the Spirit of God. Right. See, we've been deceived going, well, that's just normal. You know, we live in a go, 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 multitasking world. That isn't God. Here's a direct opposite picture of who he is. Let me read it. Gentle, meek, humble, lowly. You'll find rest, relief, ease, refreshment, recreation, and a blessed quiet for your soul. So when you're when you're in the presence of God and you're seeking after God, that's what you will begin to to experience. But I think Jody, you were saying you know, we, we read our Bible. Do we read it enough? Do we meditate enough? Do we go to church enough? That's the lie. Uh You know, where is that? It's that balance between developing ourselves. That's great. Mm -hmm. And, and developing that relationship with the Lord, that beautiful balance, because I can read my Bible all day long, but if there's never the presence of God, Uh I mean, then, then something's wrong. And so that's what we're saying is this is what this is what God will do for you. That sounds like a really prosperous soul it to does. me. It, it sounds is. so good. And and it's so important because we always say you've got God's got an audacious plan. He, I mean, he's created you, he's designed you, he's he's given you your talents and your gifts and your characteristics and 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 he wants to use them, uh, but he wants you to have this prosperous soul. I love that recreation in there it's so cool how about instead of grinding it out today you go do something fun or creative yes you know go have some fun um, shake it off god is just so cool with that besides you know what creativity and fun do in our life they bring about a deeper perspective Mm -hmm. i mean the thing you think you know that you've just got to sit and quietly ponder forever in order to get a deeper perspective i think out in nature go take a walk 
You know, go do something like that. You will gain perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do something fun or you do something creative or God shows you something like that, it, that's what boosts your mm-hmm. confidence in who you are and God who and who he designed you to be. That kind of stuff does reduce anxiety and depression. It boosts your imagination, helps with problem solving, all kinds of good, good stuff. You know, one of the biggest lies that I believe a lot of Christians believe is you can never do enough. Can we really read enough? I've actually heard people say that. Can we ever really pray enough? Can we ever really, you know, go to church enough? You know what the answer is? Yes. God is not, he's not unreasonable. He knows how many hours you work. He knows you're married. He knows you have kids. He knows you have responsibility. And he's not trying to pile more on you going, it's never enough. That is not God. That is the devil. God knows what you're made of. He knows that you're human. He knows, you know, you've got other stuff to do. He's just asking for a little time. So yes, you know, it hit me yesterday. I I, I guess what stirred this was I had been spending what I thought was, you know, plenty of time with God and plenty of time reading. And I still wasn't satisfied in my heart and soul. And God said, Jody, you you can do enough. You you can read enough. You can spend time with enough. But now you got to let it go and believe you've done enough. All the cares, all the things you're believing me for, you know, whatever breakthroughs, you got to get up from your prayer time and co- go, okay, that's it. Yeah. And you I've know what? Done I've done enough. And like Crystal said, go get creative, go enjoy your life. It, Satan does not want you to enjoy your life. Yeah. He wants you to burn out. He wants you to work yourself to a frazzle because he knows that is a bad witness. But if you go and you're full of Jesus and full of the word of God and you're having fun, that's a light to this dark world. Yeah, I don't want to be on my deathbed regretting you know, oh, had I had I just grinded it out a little no. bit more? Uh-uh. No, it's going to be, did I have fun? How are my relationships? That's what's yep. going to ultimately matter. Yep. And so listen out there in Soul Gym, God wants you prosperous and healthy, even as your soul prospers and thrives. Nothing, nothing missing. Just living a super cool, fun life. We know that the degree to which we uh, our soul prospers are we will just experience greater and greater quality of life uh let god minister to you this week we just for our mental muscle challenge we just want you to really look at that scripture that jody read in matthew 11 29 and 30 you know rest and relief and recreational and all those super cool things that god's burden is easy and and light and so if that's not happening in your life uh Start to ask yourself why, and I guarantee you it's that devil trying to question who you are and your value as as a child of the Most High God. You have everything in you you need. Now go out and have some fun. Yes. Amen. (laughs) All right, you guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening this week. We would love and appreciate a five-star review. Mm -hmm. We could use some more reviews on our podcast. We would love it, love it 
love it if you would do that. Um, continue to tell your friends. Uh, just share this podcast all over. We would really appreciate it. Hey, we'll catch you next week at the mm-hmm. Soul Gym where we whip flabby thinking into shape and, and develop, develop mental, mental muscle. muscle. Bye. Bye.